0: Welcome
1: to Idea Factory Giveaway, a guest-guided mapping expedition to the borders of human creativity.
0: Your guest host this week, once again, my excellent friend Jen. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. Uh, And of course, I am John, who's... Personal mental territory, I suppose we're going to be exploring in just a second here. Correct. But um, first off, what's new, Jen? How are you doing?
1: Uh, I am currently on a campaign. Yes. To get you to purchase uh, flavor dot because <laughs> it is somehow available on f- the dot country tld. That's true. No one has bought it. That's true. Uh, and I think you need to.
0: And and, it, and it, for some reason, like like it's been a a name that i have used for my blogs for like the past not only like on tumblr but like i i used to just have a blog but i was just called it welcome to flavor country and i don't know why yeah like i, I i'm not a smoker no. like i'm not a marlboro fan
1: you know i actually didn't realize it was a marlboro reference i thought it was a Guy Fieri
0: reference <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: I don't know which is worse. Like, what? They're both bad for your health. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I thought you were just doing an ironic Guy Fieri thing.
0: I yeah. I, I don't know if I was doing like an ironic cigarette thing. Like, I really don't know. And like, I just so I just I've been doing it out of habit for like yeah. forever. And so it's it's true. Okay, here's the question: How much is Flavor Dot Country?
1: It is twenty five dollars.
0: That is not expensive. It's
1: not bad. It's all of the the top-level domains I tried to get, like Vulcan.science. I mean, that's like at least $300. So, uh, yeah, I don't know.
0: I mean, I suppose that would be a good place to put, you know, just sort of like... Even if it just redirects to, you know, to my blog or, you know... Or Or or, to this podcast. Or to this pod...
2: Plus, plus, Mm. by the
1: time Marlboro figures out... You've already got
2: it. <laughs> that's
1: so, so, so that's what I'm up to, is trying to convince you to purchase <laughs> that during the course of this episode. <laughs>
0: uh, you never know. You never know. that You may have some success there. Um, what do I have... What do I have to talk about this week? What is that something
1: with Mordor? On?
0: Oh, okay. So yeah, no. This is this was in my notes. Uh, this is something that I think I forgot to talk about in um, past episodes. So Mavis and I went on a baby moon to Hawaii some some uh, months ago, and like I don't know if you've ever been, but like we were on the um, we were at, we were just just north of Lahaina, which is like um, on Maui. It's on like the western side of it, and so like it looks you can see some of the other islands, right? Sure. As the sun sets... Ah. So, I mean, th- this is just a thing that I discovered about Hawaii, which is, like, it is cartoonishly beautiful at all times. Like, the, the clouds and all the crap that's just, like, the sky, it's, it's a dramatic sky. And so, but something I didn't know is that, like, when the sun goes down, like, it, like, it sort of, like, illuminates those clouds from, from behind... And it, it, it basically And it and there's the, because it's the sunset It's like red over there So it basically looks like You're looking at the Fucking land of Mordor Because it's like this red sky These kind of like Jagged mountain-like shapes And it's like What is happening It's, it's glowing that
1: is, that is the perfect background For a baby moon
0: <laughs> So yeah I mean I tried to take A picture of this And I put it on Instagram I'm not sure if it was As successful as like Seeing it in person Yeah It was, it was That was a thing
1: But it was Mordor Okay I, Yeah, yeah. So, so that's what you've been up to
0: That was, yeah, That uh, that's just an observation that I wonder if anybody else has ever made That I, I just feel like we should just get out there Yeah Perhaps it is time for us to introduce our guest for this week That
1: sounds like a good plan
2: Thomas is back Thomas I'm back How are you doing? I'm doing great, I am drinking a Crystal Pepsi I'm so jealous, <laughs> I have no idea
1: how you found that
2: I, I was not aware that Crystal Pepsi was back somehow Yeah, it did uh, Wait, wait, wait
1: it, Is it back, or did you time travel?
0: Oh, uh, I leaped in.
2: From mm. <laughs> no, from no, because it, it's got the it's got the current brand. Yeah, it's got the current Pepsi logo on ah, it. Yeah, that's so. the only way you can tell. <laughs> 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 well, you know, uh, Pepsi does change the logo pretty often, so that's a pretty good. I, I, I think subconsciously I do that. in Movies like I can date it by like the Pepsi logo. That's which, right. yeah. If if they have a Pepsi in there, <laughs> <laughs> Crystal Pepsi is back.
1: I'm gonna have to get many yeah, of these. Yeah, the, I, I mean, like I just need to bring them to work so I can walk around the office holding a Crystal Pepsi and watching people's head explode. <laughs> like that's that is something that I. Or
2: if you want to be really real mean, you could just uh, take the label off and put it in the wherever the fridge, like the, normally the bottled water. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or just keep reusing it as a water bottle for several weeks. <laughs> yeah, oh,
0: this
1: is so smart.
0: let's Excellent If you have never listened to the show before, welcome Um, And here's what's going on For the past decade, I've been writing down literally every idea I've ever had the moment I had it And it's resulted in a vast pile of ideas, like hundreds of them What are they? Are they good ideas? Is this like a normal amount of ideas for one person to have? We're going to find out. Jen and I have given Thomas access to the pile, and he's just going to look through it, and we're going to talk about anything that comes up that uh, he finds interesting. I
1: like that this time it's a pile.
0: It's just yes, I feel like that's the best way to yeah. put it. it's, a, it's a just it's just a, a loose heap okay. of ideas, <laughs> and uh, if we talk about any of the if we talk about an idea that you hear and you like please just run with it. Oh um, my god,
1: that massive Effect theme park from last
0: episode. I'm just, that's what I, you know what I mean? It like, needs to happen. Like people. Pick it up, run with it, do it. I would just like credit and
2: a cut. Thomas, what have you got? Uh, let's talk about uh, Quantum Leap into fictional realities. Okay.
1: Alright.
0: This would be a fucking licensing nightmare. <laughs> But I would. I want a show where it's like uh, just like a, a, a person who has the ability to, you know, like who is like trying to get back to their home. But every but instead of traveling between time periods, they're traveling between fictional universes. Um, and yeah, and they're just they're just dropped in trying to make just it like, out alive. Just trying to make it out alive. Now, here's the question though, which is like, like does this person have to have knowledge of these fictional universes when they arrive? Well, like, for me, right? right. Like, if it was me, I would probably, and you drop me into Middle-earth, I would immediately know what was going on. Right. right,
1: you would get your ass to the Shire and go get a meal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, like, if it was just some guy that they pluck off the street and they put he him in... He would
1: be dead so fast. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and did you ever read Timeline? Like, I feel like that happened, like, when the people got sent back to, like, fourth century France and just died on sight. Like, <laughs> you don't know what they're doing. So, yeah, I, I, I think preconceived knowledge of the fictional universes, at least with some basic proficiency of how to get around, is absolutely necessary.
0: I mean, is this the kind of thing that you could do, like, with a team?
1: Well, or, what if it, I mean... I guess if somebody doesn't make it, then, like, the, the leaping gets passed on to some other person, maybe. So, oh. But then, are you rooting for the person to, to visit many places, or are you rooting for them to just get squashed? Well, so here,
0: I guess the other question we have to answer, right, which is not a, a thing that I made clear in this concept, because, again, these are ideas I don't think them through, right? Yeah. I just write them down. No, we're thinking them through now. Yeah. Well, so, like... like the way I had envisioned it, I think it was more like sort of like sliders where the person... Like, their whole... Like, they Mm -hmm. get bodily transported there. They don't, like... They don't, like, assume the body of an existing person in there. Yeah. Okay. But, But... is it like which which way is
2: better? I don't know because well you have the the whole is their mission? Are they are you know are they destined to right or wrong? Are they oh. like oh yeah?
1: Are, is this a Doctor Who or is this
2: literally
0: just right, tourism? Right, right. Or is it just like or it's more it's like you will be in this world for for like twenty four hours or maybe more like a week.
1: Yeah.
2: So did you ever watch uh, Last Action Hero? Have you ever seen I that movie? Know. That movie is uh, highly underrated. Um, huh. It was directed by uh, oh god, what's his name? Um, uh, I'm going to forget it. Um, anyway, he the same guy who directed Predator and uh, Hunt for Red October. John McTiernan, I think. Oh. Um, uh, and it's this kid gets a golden ticket and it like sucks him into the movie uh-huh. and, uh, and so he's like a big action movie fan so he actually goes into this Arnold Schwarzenegger movie uh-huh. um, and then he actually can bring Arnold Schwarzenegger characters character like out of the movie and so the villain in the movie of course figures out that he can do that too so he goes and like finds all the scariest like serial killers from all like the bad guys so that he can like bring them into the real world and like conquer the real world
0: i don't know why i never saw it like it like that it's seems
2: actually really good like <laughs> i do really, believe it yeah yeah um but uh but yeah, so like, is that the, for this the show, like, is that the plot where a villain is also hopping and they're trying to get like Darth Vader and Sauron and, you know, like get all these oh, guys together? Oh, shit. And, like,
0: yeah, a, a villain got in first. Like, like a villain got in, like, yeah, he had like a, like a couple of weeks head start yeah. and he started assembling his team. And so, yeah, like, the
2: hero's job is to go in there and like, fucking Get another shit team. Up. Yeah. Similar to the Lego Batman movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ah, yeah. So I mean, but, but I mean, I think that like, what, so if it's a thing where you can like portal into other universes, I want to. I, I feel like there should be a team of maybe like three or three to five people yeah. that can all do it, and because like they've RPG got a party. yeah, they've got a range of expertise, but also so at least two of them can die before the show is done, <laughs> right.
2: just to give you a sense of danger, right. Well, it has some interesting opportunities because you'll have the guy who's like the computer computer whiz who's totally useless when they go to Middle Earth. right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then and then the uh, the the Ren-, sucks yeah. on track.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Ren Fair
2: guy doesn't really isn't really useful uh, when you go to Star Wars or whatever.
0: I think I think it's. Yeah. I mean, this I, I'd watch
2: it.
1: Licensing nightmare for sure. Though. It's,
2: well, yeah, absolutely. So so there's Lego Batman as an example of sort of. I mean, it, you know, it pulls villains from different backgrounds and they mm. could do that cuz all those movies were owned, owned by, by. the w- WB, right? Yeah. Warner Brothers. Oh. And so like this would be a good if you want to do Warner Brothers properties, you could do it that way like Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings. Oh, oh shit. Um,
1: Voldemort and Sauron. Yeah. Together.
2: Uh, uh and also, um, uh, Disney is another company that has a huge all, stable of IPs that you could draw from. So,
1: I mean, Dr. Doom and Darth Vader together.
2: If we wait a couple of years, they'll all merge together. It's right. true. Then we can have this playground. <laughs> Funko. Fun Eat your fun pills before you watch our movie. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um... All right, great. Um, yeah. So we just have to wait a few years, but this will just happen. Yeah. Well, uh, Ready Player One's coming out, so that there's a similar sort of cross IP potential. That's there, true.
1: So.
2: Uh, let's see. So next, hurry for uh, fair use. <laughs> next thing, what's next? Hashtag Bartlett um, Starfleet biker bowling army jackets.
1: I uh, would wear that.
0: Yeah i I feel like this is just yeah. This is a thing. Like you get you like okay. So there's a couple of different ones in there, right? So like yeah. you get a biker jacket. But it's like Starfleet issues somehow. Yeah. Like, what does that look like? I want that? I Ooh. also want you know those but it's but, but also it's like
1: the Disney gangs, right? How they have their outfits.
0: Disney gangs?
1: Wait, have we not talked about Disney gangs? No. Alright, tabling that. Okay. briefly, they have outfits. Okay. Um, and there could be ones for like different quadrants. Yes. Like the Delta quadrant has <laughs> yeah. like ripped sleeve ones because the K's on, like
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean like yeah, like, I mean, you know, different civilizations have different... Have, are actually, just the like, and the so Borg have similar patchwork. Like I don't know. I mean,
1: it's going to be fan apparel as well. well I mean, like, right. I would Something wear... Something
0: the ThinkGeek sells, you know? Yeah. I would
1: wear a Starfleet or, you know, Federation, whatever.
0: Like a biker jacket. Biker
1: jacket, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. But, but okay, but also, what about, like, those, those satin bowling jackets?
1: Yes, or bowling shirts, like, just the... Pull yes. mm-hmm. that situation. Yes. That would be really easy in Starfleet colors, and then we. Put like your name Where the combat shows That's yeah.
0: all I'm saying Are know? there Starfleet Bowling leagues? There's I mean, there like, there There's to be. gotta be so, But like Yeah I want I want like a Satin bowling jacket With like the dark collar And One yeah. year at
2: uh, Star Trek Las Vegas There were people Who got bowling shirts Made for the Their team was The Wesley Crushers Oh, they had Custom bowling shirts Made and that was Did
1: they look cool. like The grey sweater With the
2: No there, it was more Like a bowling shirt That just had The Wesley Crushers Like logo okay. That they had uh. made But that's a There's, there's opportunity There for sure Sure.
1: I don't bowl, but I would if I could have a team that wore Starfleet.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, do. I, I don't bowl on like, I would at. do it
1: for the fashion. Yeah. But,
2: yeah. That's, I mean, like, there, there, are, there are definitely possibilities here. Yeah. That's one thing that I think Voyager did a lot of, weirdly, that the other shows didn't do as much of, where they... They made like hyper-specific uniforms for like, oh, we're climbing a cliff. Here's the Starfleet cliff climbing. (laughs) We're we're in a shuttle race. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: That that racing outfit was pretty.
2: Yeah, and I wish I wish there had been more of that in Star Trek in general. Like, I mean, the Navy has. Like fifty or sixty different like uniforms for a different. Okay, but situation. we got
1: sweaters. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, I mean, and you know the
0: um, there was the, the, I think it was DS Nine right that had like the um the, the, the desert robe thing. Yeah, yeah, because like, yeah, you know, when
1: uh, Esri first appeared, she... Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: you know, but that was it. Though, yeah, yeah. Like, there should be there should be more. You were right. I have a, a
2: theory that um, when Cisco in um, home something, uh, Cisco gets stationed on Earth as an attache to the the Baton the Baton <laughs> um, and uh, he's wearing I think he's wearing the regular like TNG uniform. oh right yeah, yeah. and uh, so I have a the theory that the DS9 outfit is like the class C like the really like the work oh
1: and, and, and I mean they're on this outpost yeah. in like Cardassian I mean, right I read
2: that somewhere yeah like I think your theory might actually be Canon to some degree. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. I'm I'm into that because I yeah, think it's yeah. a good theory. But that was the only time where you really saw like them. I mean, and then generations, right? Where you got to, you saw them where, right. yeah, wear them. it was sort of a mix and match kind of thing. Because like uh, in the in the navy in the U.S. Navy, anyway, um, captain this captain sort of decides what uniform he wants the crew to wear, oh. and every ship has a uniform of the day. So like,
1: so that's legit. So when you change Star Trek series and the uniforms change, it's just because the captain got to pick.
2: Like Picard is like we're the flagship of the Federation. More formal, so you're going to wear your class B's all the time, and okay. then if you're on ds 9 Cisco DGAF. So,
1: <laughs> so you're, uh, you can dress like a bejeweled. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
2: This is fascinating. Yeah. Excellent. So army jackets, I think, would be fun, or a bomber jacket. But yeah. I, I would want—I would want it to be in a universe where it sort of looks like something a Starfleet like fighter pilot would wear. Yeah, and then like, has like a cool like squadron insignia, you know, like uh
1: Which I feel like we're going to get closer to like Enterprise uniform territory. Like, yeah, yeah.
0: I dig it because those look most like the Enterprise uniforms yeah.
2: were useful they had pockets yeah.
1: they they were basically work clothes
2: yeah. And, yeah all you need to make the Enterprise like you could you could uh, uh, transpose it to the 24th century by just taking the zippers off just, <laughs> you know what I mean like and it could still be and then like doing it making it uh, all oh, red right. or whatever and then uh, yeah I think it'd be cool and then have your, your big like squadron logo on the back and yeah. it'd be fun to make up squadron names God, for for starting yeah. fighter squadrons it really would TNG battle supercuts. Okay, I think the, all this was
0: is um, just like one long supercut of all of the space battles that occurred throughout the run of Star Trek: The Next Generation.
1: How many minutes of footage is that?
0: I have no idea. That's it's why like, I want to see it. Like three. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, it be, yeah. I mean, like, it doesn't count as a
1: battle if, like, it's peacefully negotiated, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's that's, that's all I want to see. And it's like, gonna, gonna be, be a, a lot of static point. shots of like the Enterprise firing and then the other ship shaking a bit. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, I just I just want to know. I just want to see what that looks like because um, I don't know if it's been done,
2: and I. Would I'm you? Just, I'm curious. Would you? hilariously i bet they're in all of the tng movies yes i bet the space battle sequences in those movies probably adds up to be as much or longer Dead than all the of the, T- <laughs> like the battles in like the whole seven years of the show oh, that's yeah that's i, I mean nemesis that. alone right is like probably four or five minutes of that's yeah. solid footage that's true
1: yep
0: um, I I have not watched First Contact in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, the, like, when the Borg cube, like, arrives at Earth and there's, like, all the ships that are fighting it, like, uh, how long is that sequence? Because I feel like it's longer in my memory than it actually is. It feels
1: like it's about ten minutes.
2: <laughs> like, it's, uh, I mean, it's, like, maybe... Oh, I don't know, like... I, I feel like it's, a, like, the initial, like, intro shot of, like, all the ships fighting before the Enterprise actually, like, shows up. Yeah. Because you have the you have that (laughs) and then you have the the Borg ship I think actually flying overhead Star Destroyer style and then you see the torpedo like rushing in and exploding on it and then it cuts to other I think Starfleet ships for I don't know five ten seconds and then the Defiant comes in and the tractor Borg tractor beam hits the Defiant and then it cuts to Wharf on the bridge and like today is a good day to die for for ramming speed (laughs) And then the Enterprise shows up, and yeah. So I guess it's not—it's not as long
0: as right. like I just—I I feel like there should—they should have given us more of that. I recognize that it is expensive,
1: right?
2: But, uh, but that's what I'm here to see.
1: I feel like now with with animation, like you can really do a lot.
2: Yeah. Well, and, and certainly space battles, and there was like a space battle every episode of Enterprise. It seemed. I mean, most episodes there were yeah. there was a yeah, lot. there was a lot going, a lot. going a lot. on. Yeah, obviously
0: DS9, I would love to see mm-hmm. like.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: I want I want I want that supercut. I how long does it take little, that one guy? Well, but like did, did you have you seen the HD versions? Yeah, There's like
2: one guy who like did he decided to I do like think he used to work on DS9 and he still had those models or something? That yeah. that I think so. Cuz that
0: was fucking That's badass. what I heard. But yeah, but, it was really yeah. like good. it took him a
2: really long time to sure. do. Sure. Yeah. Which
0: is fun, you know what I mean? But like take your time bro but yeah. like how I mean, but like if you had I wonder how long it would actually take to like redo all of those battle scenes Light. at that level yeah like
2: uh, a, like years if you put a team on it could you crack it out in like a week or two like, well I think they spent three years on TNG remastered I don't I don't know oh um, yeah. but that's the whole show and that was like recompositing every, every. episode yeah like, every frame of every episode yeah um and that was super expensive, um, and that's probably why we won't ever see a, a DS9, DS9 remaster, yeah, because <laughs> the TNG was super expensive. And it just, I think if it had come out three years earlier or something, it would have made a lot of money, but yes, it was... Because now we can just watch it on Netflix yeah. Nobody don't, but,
0: cares about the quality because they're but like...
2: please don't right. take Star Trek off Netflix. That's you not the message. to take yes, away. What? Agreed. I think there would actually be like armed revolt
0: if they, if they tried. <laughs> There would be a problem. It would be a problem. Like, yeah, whoever it is that, uh, like, who Keeps had that, that idea, yeah, would need to <laughs> justify. But I
1: also think it. That's how you create new Trekkies is by having yeah. it available so easily. Because I know so many people who were it not for Netflix would never have watched Star Trek, and mm. so I, I think that it's mm. in their best interest as a brand no. to keep it there.
0: I, yeah. That is
1: a good point So if you know Anybody at CBS Slash Roddenberry Slash whoever owns this uh, <laughs> Is listening Keep it there
2: <laughs> So would your supercut Be remastered Like completely new Like angles And more fast pace And stuff Or would you I don't know I think the supercut Really would
0: just be Just just sniff out all the existing footage and just cram it all together. Just I just I just want to know how many battles. Yeah, how many battles? How many ships get blown up? Just just to see it. Okay, I think it would be fun. I I, I am definitely not the guy to do it. So (laughs) if somebody else wants to wants to make that happen, I feel like that is all you. Do, Do do do. I think it is now time for one of us to give a terrible recommendation, or to showcase an idea from
2: our guest.
1: I think our guest has. I an
2: think our idea. guest has I, an idea. I do time. have an idea. Uh, I want to see a a Overwatch uh, sitcom.
1: This is amazing.
2: Here's the thing: I have never played a single frame of Overwatch,
0: <laughs> but I still had a dream about it a few <laughs> months ago. Like, what the? F- how it's a very pervasive a brand? brand. Like yeah. that is insane. Yeah. Like, and, and so hell yes, I would watch this sitcom. Yep. Despite like, I mean, you know uh, what yeah. I mean? Like, uh, w- uh, like.
2: I don't really like PvP games, and I would I would play the the hell out of a like Overwatch like story driven like single player game. Or yeah, like, yeah. Or fuck it, like how about an Overwatch Sims game? It really yes. always, so, like, f- I actually I actually made a Sims town and put like Overwatch people in a house. Oh and my god! Some other people in a house, and I spent so much time like making the town that I never actually like played <laughs> the no. game. You're no, an it.
1: Architecting.
2: Yeah, I would watch that sitcom. Yeah. Would it be, like, Friends-style, or would it be, like, uh, How I Met Your Mother, or would it be, mm. um... Or,
0: like, a workplace a sitcom. Oh, yeah. yeah. Could yeah. it be oh. a
2: mockumentary The
1: Office, yeah. with yeah. Overwatch.
0: <laughs> I mean...
1: I could see that happening. I mean,
0: because then, honestly... Okay, so, we all we'll know that Overwatch League is a thing that's happening, right? But, like, do you know if they are putting are they going to make us watch, like, from the player's perspective, like, these matches? Or could they code in, like, in universe drone cams that just hang Whoa. in one place above certain key areas like that of the one arena, in the NFL has. Yeah. yeah, so like, so we could just watch it from above without having to like do the, the like the first person view thing. Because I would watch the shit out of that. Yeah. And you could also tie it into the sitcom, especially if it was a workplace drama or, a, uh, yeah. or like because because then like like you know you there'd be like you know five like bat different batches of
2: characters, and then like occasionally they would just get into scraps, uh-huh. and you could just like. Yeah. I mean that so so you're saying synergy where they have the actual like the games happen and then they just sort of like script some stories as, like, yeah, as yeah as a result of the the league games. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. That's, that's synergy right there. That's that's and you know that's an idea that uh,
0: Blizzard can have for free I guess. Mm-hmm. But um you know
1: But you want to cut, cut? Yeah, incredible.
0: <laughs> yeah. And you know I I feel like we got some writing talent in the room. Does let's, let's you know <laughs> give us a call. <laughs> I think it's now time to just let to know where they can find us on the internet. Um, I uh, can be found on Twitter or Instagram as ferocious j. the word ferocious, the letter J. I also have a newsletter at uh, tinyletter.com slash Uh It comes out basically every other week when the podcast updates. It's got um, sort of like a ramble for me. It's got anywhere from seven to like a dozen links to interesting articles that I find from all over the internet just because that's sort of what I do for my job. Um, It's also got, you know, links to the podcast or other things that I make. Um, It's exactly the kind of thing that you can read over breakfast or while you are bored at work uh, just because.
1: Marvelous. Uh, I can be found on Twitter as at Jennifer Marie.
2: And I'm on Twitter uh, at Thomas the Cat. Outstanding.
1: I have to ask, Mm -hmm. do people ever get disappointed that you are not a celebrity cat?
2: Or a furry. Uh, um, I don't think so. I've actually had Thomas the Cat as a as a social media name for since high school. So okay, yeah, a long time. Excellent. Yeah, I, I've had Ferocious Jay ever since, like probably two thousand one. I think.
1: Yeah,
0: probably actually before, maybe two thousand. It was sure. a
1: band at one point, right? Okay, Ferocious so... Jay J and the
0: it, somethings... It, it, yeah, the whole reason I have it is just because, like, somebody asked me, like, what would be a good name for a band if you ever wanted to start one? And I was like, oh, Superstar John Sung and the Ferocious Five, or however many it was, right? And somehow that, like, translated into Ferocious J as, like, okay. my, my, my internet handle? I don't know why.
1: This podcast is available pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, so that includes Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Music probably some other locations that I don't know about. Uh, But whatever platform you're using, please consider leaving a nice review uh, or sharing uh, as it helps others discover this podcast and increases my odds of being invited back to (laughs) co-host.
0: Thanks for listening. And remember, if you heard an idea that you liked, go ahead and do it. I just want credit. Maybe a cut. do-do, do-do.